No Jumper, coolest podcast in the world. And today we have a long awaited sit down with the one and only Capolo. How you doing, man? How you doing, man? I'm cooling. I'm chilling, man. I'm having a, a good old Monday. I did eight interviews last week. We only got three this week, so I feel like I can kind of relax. Been a little bit more of a laid back uh, state. How you been? I've been chilling, man. Working, you know, uh, trying to stay consistent. Uh, tapes dropping, visuals coming. All type of shit. Definitely. I've seen you been uh, running around for the past few weeks, huh? Hell yeah, hell yeah. Really really just trying to, you know, get my name out there in different states and shit like that. Mm. You know, introduce myself. That's interesting because, like, I feel like you're so well-known up in NorCal. For sure, for Did sure. Do you feel like your fan base is consistent down here? Or? It's, it is way more consistent down here. Like, I say Seattle, L.A., uh, you know, Oakland, of course. Uh, you know, shit like that in that in that order. Uh, Arizona too. You know, Midwest, West, just West Side. But I'm trying to get down in the South, East Coast. You know, just venture off. Definitely, yeah. I feel you. Before we even get into more of like your whole story, do you prefer to be like on the road or do you prefer staying at home? Because it's very uh, different mental states that you get into. I think. No cap. Uh, at first, I ain't gonna lie. I wanted to be at home type shit. Like I was complacent type shit. Like. I didn't really want to go nowhere. I was like, I was good here. But mm. over the years, like, seeing me traveling, I feel like I've been progressing more. So I feel like being on the road and, and really getting out there, you know, na- making a brand name for yourself and shit like that, like, that's better for me. Definitely. So I'd rather be on the road. Yeah, because I feel like I've said this mad times over the course of the past few weeks, but it feels like there's, you know, there's that effect in uh, NorCal type shit where you can, you know, be really big up there and you never really have to leave that environment. Oh, mamas, I ain't gonna lie, it's a ceiling in the Bay. For mm-hmm. real, bro. Like, you really can't get further than the Bay type shit if you stay there. Feel me? Because I ain't gonna lie, you accessible to everybody type shit. Like, you know, everybody can, can grab you and can reach you. Like, oh, y'all know where he at. Oh, he around the corner type shit. Cause Oakland's small, you feel mm-hmm. me? So for me to really venture off and get out of there, it's like, you feel me, less accessible to motherfuckers. But do you feel like it's the sound that sort of holds people back in that way? Or do you think it's more like a cultural thing? Or, or I feel what, like it's it? more of a cultural thing cause motherfuckers don't get the culture. Cause mm-hmm. the sound there, like, you feel me? Motherfuckers even take the sound and steal the sound and make it their own type shit, you feel right. me? Like if they still got the bay bounce, but we know where you got it from. You still got the bay dancers, we know where you got it from. It's just the culture and how they don't understand on how it came about and where mm. where it originated from and, and how it originated and shit, you feel me? That's interesting you say that because I feel like for a long time, maybe the sound was a little too weird for people to necessarily yeah. understand it in different locations. Right. But then I feel like nowadays it's so common for... <laughs> Rappers to just basically like borrow a sound from a certain city and be oh like, God. "We're gonna make a song like that." All right. Oh God. And it's just it's <laughs> that's, all. That's natural. That's that's damn near. I feel like niggas started doing that and made it like, like okay to do it. Probably like I say, 2014 type shit. And they just start carrying away. Right. <laughs> I feel you. No, yeah, but that you know that's kind of like the question is like, is it okay for a, a white guy to start a fucking burrito truck? <laughs> you know, is, is it mean, okay for the for a Korean lady to have a soul food truck? You know, it's like no, 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 no. That's going overboard right there. I ain't, gonna lie. <laughs> ain't no Koreans making no soul food. Oh my, we might get away with the burritos. I don't know if they've tried, honestly. That, nah, they ain't yeah. tried. No, they ain't tried. They ain't tried. If they did, they gonna call it Korean soul food. Um, right. <laughs> stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. No, but you hear about those stories where it's yeah, like, sure. like I don't know. Like for me personally, I don't know if I found out like. There's one taco truck in LA that I have like a close feelings towards. I go there whenever I'm downtown. Yeah. And it's like, you know, Mexican family appears to be running it. If I found out that there was like, you know, some white guy pulling the strings behind the scenes. Actually, I don't think I care. <laughs> I, now that I think about it, I don't really care. Yeah. Hey, I ain't gonna lie. Like, 
in the Bay, though, like, we culture like a motherfucker out there, but our mm. food ain't culture like You don't all. feel like that? Yeah, our food ain't culture at all. I ain't gonna lie. I walk into a nigga, um, nigga soul food restaurant, and I ain't see not a black worker or not none of that in the kitchen, none of that. You feel me? Everybody, you feel me? Different race, but black. <laughs> I'm right. talking about, but they food good as fuck though. You feel me? But I ain't gonna lie. Like in the bay, we we could be we could be more culture with the food. I ain't gonna lie. Like we ain't got that. I've we just got straight Mexican food, straight taco trucks and shit. Right. I've been in that situation where you uh you you sort of like uh like you go to like a super hipster ass like soul food type place <laughs> or some shit or like or any kind of food and you know this is like a straight exactly. hipster ass version oh, of mamas. that food but then it's still pretty good and you're like well fuck it I guess oh mama's real shit that's facts um okay so talk to me about you coming up and like or just like you being young and, and yeah. in Oakland and everything what was, what was yeah. the lifestyle like out there um. I ain't gonna lie, it was cool because you know I had both my parents. You feel me? Mm-hmm. But uh, I ain't gonna lie, like as soon as like high school hit, middle school too, it was it was, it was rough. But it wasn't as rough as high school because high school, I'm really damn near on my own type shit. My big brother didn't left out the house. My sister left out the house. You feel me? Just me in the house, and I had to like you know fend for my own type shit. So high school, that's when I started losing like like close partners and shit to me. You feel me? Like mostly violence. Yeah, violence. Mm-hmm. My mom, my mom. So we started losing close partners. So. Me losing my partners really like like turned me to the streets type shit like, cause just me you know I got a small man complex type shit so you feel me I ain't going for no sucker shit none of that you feel me so I lose a nigga or you feel me or we get into it with somebody like I'm always gonna ride for my niggas type shit and that's you, how I was like I was a high head saying small man complex so that's that's interesting because yeah, like mama. I mean well you just as as a young person you sort of knew like I'm a smaller nah, dude like, so I gotta yeah. learn to fight oh, I gotta mama, really real be shit. able to defend my real shit. shit real shit like like I'm small you feel me like you feel me and motherfuckers gonna try to test me type shit so a nigga has small man complex he always high head and always ready on go you feel me always mm. trying to go type shit so that's how I was you feel me so it was like you feel me my parents couldn't tell me couldn't tell me no from wrong they didn't know what the fuck was really going on they, they older like for me old generation so they don't know how I'm feeling about the streets. They don't know how I'm how I'm really feeling going to school. I'm wearing bummy clothes, but my parents ain't got enough money to give me some clothes that I could I could really wear and sport, you feel me? So I really had to do everything on my own type shit. Like that's when I turned to the streets. Did you ever have a bad Debo experience that sort of made you like, yeah, I'm, I'm sure. really nah, I'm GLD, really moving different after GLD this? GLD on mamas. Um I was twelve years old. And um shit. Nigga, I'm I guess I'm at the recreation center on nine eight. And they had a little gang over there called um, Alphabet Boys, you feel me? Because that's where, like, A, B, C, D Street at, okay. you feel me? So, nigga, I'm walking uh, from the recreation center on 9-8, nigga, going to my partner house. I'm passing the train tracks. It's, and you pass the train tracks, you got to pass this liquor store. I guess that's where they hang out at, you feel me? So when I pass the liquor store, you feel me, some niggas come behind, uh, one on a bike, two niggas walking. I'm like, I'm looking back like, oh, yeah, here's some shit finna, finna go down. Like, you feel me? I ain't never got stripped before, robbed before, none of that, you feel me? Never had a gun, none of that. I'm 12, you feel me? So they came around talking about, where you niggas from? I'm like, man, I'm from the east. He talking about, nigga, what part? I'm like, man, yeah. I think I'm from the east, nigga. He talking about, I don't give a fuck about none of that. You ain't from over here, nigga, strip. Nigga, I ain't stripping none of that, you feel me? Niggas had to really go in my pocket and take my shit. But that was like the first time, like, a nigga really felt like out of pocket. Like, damn, I had niggas take my shit, like, you feel damn. me? Right after that, nigga, a year later, 13 years old, nigga, I copped a 357, hella shit, nigga, ain't none of that. I ain't going for none of that no more. Right. <laughs> oh, mama. Wait, you were 13? 13. Rolling around with a gun. With a 357. In your backpack mama's. going to school backpack, or what? going to school. Oh, mama. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> and did that, 
did it totally change how you felt or like when you start carrying around are you still feeling like damn like i don't know if i'm really ready to use this nah, i was ready i ain't gonna lie because ain't no ain't no other nigga finna ride me no more you feel me like right. i was out of pocket like i felt whole you feel me like ain't no nigga finna hold me no more so but in that moment did you feel like like did you bother to even really fight or you were kind of like i'm no, outnumbered I was, I was fighting too okay. i ain't gonna lie i fought all my life like even in elementary school like i fought my best friend type shit and like i've I been growing up fighting like i got small man complex so I've been getting picked on my my real actual government name. You feel me? They was picking on me for that type shit. So you feel me? I always had to you feel me fight type shit. But getting stripped with it, you feel me? Gun in your face and all type of shit like that just changed. Like niggas ain't fighting no more. Like you feel me? If a nigga come to me on some bullshit like that, nigga, mm -hmm. I'm, nigga, I'm getting on type shit. But other than that, if a nigga talking about a nigga, what's up? Pull up his pants trying to square up. What's up? Pull my pants square up. It's good. You're bringing me back, man. You just reminded me of like a time that I got robbed in eighth grade that yeah. I like had pretty much forgot about. <laughs> that shit was fucked up though too because it was just this bum ass white trash kid and we were at the skate park and he he pulled up with his dog and his dog decided fuck you and started attacking him. He loses his cell phone in the middle of it. And oh. then basically like the next day, they fucking see me at the skate park or whatever, and him and his brother start tripping on me super crazy, acting like I stole the cell phone. Yeah. And I did not, I didn't have the cell phone. I don't even think they really thought I had the cell phone. They just needed somebody to blame, right? Oh, and they like oh, ended bro. up taking some of my shit that or whatever. It, but they didn't really like, like I had some friends who like I ended up seeing later on and like they kind of like fixed it up a little bit. Oh, this is not about me though. Okay, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, he got attacked by his own dog and then I got in trouble for it. Anyway. Oh, hell no. But um, okay, so then, you never got caught bringing a pistol to school and shit. Mm, nah, not at school. I ain't. I ain't get caught with a gun until I turned eighteen. Okay. No mamas. And that's when I caught a felony and hell of shit. And so, like, you think that just rolling around with that shit sort of changed your overall attitude on, on life and everything? It's got to be a little different once you start moving like that, right? I mean, yeah, it was. It is different, but it really ain't too much change. It's like, it's like more of a damn. I gotta look over my shoulder, shoulder type shit now, type shit. You feel me, like? Now nah, I got this motherfucker. I know. I know what come with this motherfucker. You feel me? But I mean, shit. Even if I didn't have this motherfucker, I'll still be having to look over my shoulder. You feel mm -hmm. me? So it's like, nigga, I'd rather get caught with it than without the type of shit. Right. So when you were at that age in in Oakland, is it like it's not like a gang thing? Like, oh, y'all got to join nah, nah, this specific gang? It is it, it's just neighborhood it's gang, shit? It's gangs out there, like not no bloods and crips and nothing like that. Like it's like cliques and shit. But yeah. I wasn't in none of that shit. Um, you, you it was just, just like necessarily off, like you know associations type shit like who i fuck with type shit you feel me and these are my partners and type shit or what block i'm on type shit you feel me or what school i go to like it was always something different you feel me each each every year was something different right why niggas wouldn't want to hate or why niggas wanted to do some other shit you would you me? say you were like uh hustling per se while you were in high school and shit uh, i ain't gonna lie uh in middle school when i first started hustling my first hustle was selling now letters bro Really? Oh, mamas. I was getting 25 cent now letters, nigga, from the stuff. You hear that here and there. That's like oh, a mama. good entry point into yeah, that. Yeah, you know. GOD, bro. I was getting 25 cent now letters. I get like probably like $10 worth, you feel me? Mm. And just stack up. Nigga, at middle school, we back at the top of the hill, you feel me? Couldn't even go down and go to the store or nothing. So, nigga, my, the only resort was me, the, the snack man, you feel me? So, niggas would pay a dollar for that 25 cent, you feel me, now later type shit. And I, nigga, come home like $40 on me, like, you feel me, going crazy. Mom's like, oh, yeah, I fuck with your hustle. You going stupid. Like, then after that, I ain't gonna lie, like Kenny wasn't doing it no more. I started selling weed. <laughs> started selling whatever I could get my hands on type shit. Mm, understandable. Was yeah. that more of like, 
what because like in terms of like the streets i feel like it plays out differently in a lot of different places was it like more like everybody was respecting the kids who were actually making some money or was it more of like a culture of like where the the most violent person was getting the respect i ain't gonna lie for me bro it was like nigga, i wouldn't get no nigga lunch money like that at school like everybody be coming to school flexing like nigga jordans new jordans every week mm. nigga nike shoes nigga, i come with airwalks and shit you feel me? Or some boozy ass nigga vans or whatever the fuck, you feel me? That wasn't popular back in the day, you feel mm -hmm. me, type shit. So it was me just really trying to hustle. Like, like I had all hustle in my body. Like, I mean, I'm trying to get a dollar and see, see this, you know, private come in. Mm -hmm. And my aunt was fucking with it. Like, she always been telling me even to this day, like, man, I remember you used to sell candy back in the day, sell shoes and sell all this other shit. Like, you really a hustling ass nigga? Like, yeah, for sure. Mm, definitely. What, what kind of music were you interested in back in that day? Um, shit, I was always interested in rap, really R&B a lot, R&B a lot for sure. Um, really like old school music, like Temptations and shit like that. And, and if it was rap, it would be Lil Boosie and shit, you feel mm. me? So you weren't necessarily as turned on to like the local music in, nah, in the nah, area? Nah, not really. I ain't gonna lie, except for Mac Dre and E-40, but right. other than that, not really, bro. My, my big brother was, he was like a fan of the Jacka, you know what I'm saying? Um, he was a fan of Mac Dre too. He was a fan of E40. He was a fan of a, lot, a, lot, a whole lot of niggas, other niggas that I wasn't really a fan of. Yeah. Right. But were you were you just not really that interested in like for me, one of the, the craziest shit about NorCal versus mm -hmm. like SoCal is just like how much beef shit there is playing out through videos and all this crazy yeah, shit. Sure, like sure. that's always just kind of mind blowing to me because we don't really have that. I saw somebody drop a video about a rapper that uh, I'm super close with the yeah, other day, dissing yeah. his dead homies, all this shit. I was like, I can't believe this. This is like, <laughs> I have just not really seen this in LA. Yeah, like, it yeah, just doesn't normally nah. happen. This is Chicago shit, yeah, no, NorCal sure. shit, you know? For sure, it wasn't really like that with uh, local music back in the day. I mean, it was, but niggas weren't really name dropping like that. They would just mm -hmm. be like banging their clicks hard. Like, DB right. General would be doing that shit, and D-Lo would be doing that shit. And, you know, it would just really be like, you know, what I bang is like, where a block I'm from, and, you know, we go harder than you type shit. That's mm -hmm. that's damn near like our, our beef rap was type shit. But now, like, you know, you say Chicago didn't change that shit. Niggas name-dropping name niggas' songs and all type of shit. Talking about you pissing on niggas' graves. Niggas disrespectful now. Spray-painting graves. Yo, mamas, hey, <clears throat> niggas disrespectful now. I ain't gonna lie. That's just mind-blowing. <laughs> God damn. Um, okay, so how'd you start to get your head into, like, making music? Um, shit, really, it was my big brother, you feel me? My big brother was rapping. He had his own little um, group of niggas he was rapping with and shit. This was, like, probably, like, 2004. You feel me? But uh, I always wanted to rap because of him. But then I also um, had my favorite cartoon uh, that was Bebe Kids, and they was mm -hmm. rapping on there too. Like I felt like I was a little badass kid like them. Like you feel me? I'm, I'm a Bebe kid too. You feel me? And they had their own little song. You feel me? With the MC's name is Khalil, and you feel me? Lashawn and Pee Wee. You feel me? All them niggas. They all had their little songs and shit. So I was like, man, I need a song with my name in it too. You feel me? So you feel me? Go crazy like them. So probably like age. I started like writing my own shit and started fucking around free uh, you feel me making videos of it and shit but not really in the studio but my brother invited me to his little studio session at like age 13 12 13 you feel me and he got on a song with me and hella shit like show me some love all type of shit my first song 
Went back to school. Niggas was like, I heard your shit on YouTube. Nigga, hey, I you never, put it on YouTube right away? Right <laughs> right I bet YouTube account hella shit. They talk about, I ain't never seen nobody with a song on YouTube. So I was like, yeah, we going crazy for sure. Like, How'd you feel actually listening to that final product once you first had that song? That must have felt pretty incredible, it felt, right? It felt, it felt great. I ain't going to lie. Even though, like, listen to it now, that song weak as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> but just being able to say, like, I made something. I got it right here. And it, did it mean a lot to you that it was with your brother? Like, was yeah, that, so. It meant, it meant a lot. Like, like your, nigga, I got, your older like, brother, you might be Feeling like felt he, like he was a celebrity type yeah, shit. You don't take you super serious like that, right? Yeah. Obama, I felt like he was a celebrity in my eyes. Like, damn, nigga, I got like a like a, a huge artist on my song type shit. Like, he been making all these hits. I really slap type shit on CD players type shit. And now I can slap my own song with my brother on a CD player. Like, that shit was dope. Right. Like, I'm a real rapper. I can listen to myself. Oh, like, Bible. My back to back. We listen to these actual. You can listen to 50 Cent. Then me next. That's crazy. Baby, <laughs> throw it on the MP3 player. So. <laughs> Definitely. Um, okay, so you just stuck with it, or did you like kind of go back and forth with it over um, the years? I was just, I was just, it was a hobby for real. I really didn't take it serious. Like, I just, whatever beat I wanted to hear on YouTube, and I just wrote to it. I'm like, I'm just going to make a song. Like, it wasn't really. Like, oh, yeah, I'm got to drop a tape or I'm about to shoot a video. Like, it was like, I'm just fucking around. Mm. But it started getting serious when I started going to jail and I started saying, like, like, like God, nigga, I'm separated from my group because I was in a group called Trill Youngers, you feel me? Okay. I'm like, God, I'm separated from my group, you feel me? Like, I, they making music without me. They going crazy. Like, I got to do something. Like, my, my name watering down right now. So when I got out, I really started taking that shit serious and I started doing, like, my own little solo shit. Mm. I was still with the group or whatnot, but... I ain't gonna lie, like the solo shit motherfuckers was fucking with. Like, you feel me? I had like a new sound type shit. How'd you end up in that group? Um, shit, we was all fucking with it. I ain't gonna lie, we, um, we was all black boys, you feel me? We all the same block, feel me? 96, you know what I'm talking about? Um, but we also all went to like different schools in Oakland. But after school, we'll all click up and go to the Boys and Girls Club, you feel me? And they had mm. a studio in the back of Boys and Girls Club. So that's how we just started, you feel me, just fucking around. Like, nobody used that studio. So it was damn our shit. But it was all good for you to use it? Like, hell yeah, care? hell yeah. Were like, they keeping an eye on your, like, they nah, make sure nah, you weren't swearing nah, and shit? Nah, they didn't give no? a fuck. Like, we was already in high school, so it was like, man, we, we in Oakland. I'm trying to tell you, like, the whole Oakland is gutter. Like, it's a whole hood, you feel me? So it's like, then they're being raised in Chicago or something, like, you feel me? Like, the grown-ups don't give a fuck. You in high school? Oh, go ahead. You a grown-ass man. Right. Like, you feel me? As long, like, at the age of... Nigga, 13, you already grown in Oakland. Really? No cap. Like, niggas, like I said, I was walking around with a gun at 13. Right. Like, and motherfuckers really game banging at 13, like, doing all type of shit, shooting houses up, all type of shit. Like, nigga, making money for themselves, homeless on the street. Like, you feel me? Motherfuckers really grown as fuck. But you stayed in high school, you finished? Yeah, for sure. I finished, um, I had, <laughs> I had 60 credits in 11th grade. Okay. <laughs> Is that not, that's not enough? That's not enough okay. at all. That's nowhere close, bro, so. I was dropping out of high school like damn near like 10th grade, 11th grade, and I had to damn near get about get up out of Oakland Tech, uh, like the half like the second semester of my 11th grade year type shit, just so I can get my credits back up. So I had to go to like an independent studies program and shit, like a school that's not even like like a public district. You feel me? Had to go to another school like just to get whatever, however many credits. I think I needed 90 or something like that, or like, you feel me, 100? Right. But yeah, I didn't, I didn't for sure had enough. Well, why were you so determined to get it done? Your parents, like, it was important to you? It was, I ain't gonna lie. Like, I just started saying all my partners, like, getting ready to walk that stage. Mm. And I'm like, God, boy, like, I really been slacking. Like, I've been getting tattoos and shit, <laughs> like, going to school, stealing cars, like, all type of shit. Like, I, my boy, yeah, stealing cars, getting tattoos, you know what I'm saying? All type of shit. Like, I wasn't really just, Going to school, getting my education, like I was doing other shit. Plus, I had off-campus lunch, so that mm. ain't help. 
Definitely. You're making me think about how different my life would have been if I, because I had to go to summer school the, the summer, like my last semester. Yeah. So I was like, I, I was able to graduate normally, but it was like, if I hadn't done that, then I wouldn't have been able to graduate. And that's like, that would have probably fucking changed my whole oh, life mama. if I had to be like 19 and a half in oh, fucking mama. high school. Not real shit, real shit. I'd be blown. I, I damn near, I damn near ain't graduate till I turn like 18, like a couple months after, how much after I turn 18 type shit. So I had to stay like an extra couple months just to walk that stage. Definitely. Um, okay, so how'd you start getting locked up? <laughs> God, uh, shit, gun charge for sure. That's for sure. That's for one. How'd they catch you with it? Um, <laughs> crazy story. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy story. His manager's right. like, yeah, tell this one. <laughs> <laughs> it's a crazy-ass story, but look. All right, so look. So I'm at work, right? You feel me? And R.I.P. to, RIP to bro, because this is the reason why it happened. You feel me? I'm at work. You feel me? This nigga talking about he got some syrup or whatever. We was going to sip some syrup. I'm like, hell yeah, it's good. We can just get high. I sip syrup. He been, you feel me? We sip syrup before at the job. At work. At work. Yeah, we we sip before. It was, it was normal. Know. Fuck it. Like, right, fuck it. We at work. You feel that. me? I work at a rental car place too, so you feel me? So we were sipping at work. You feel me? I drank a full cup. This nigga drunk a full cup. You feel me? But when you really think about how fucked up people look when they're drinking lean, yeah. like you might be able to get away with it if you're drinking a little bit. Yeah. But if you're drinking a lot, that's gonna be tough to pull nah, out. Nah, for sure. <laughs> on mamas, on mamas. I drank a full cup, bro. I was through. And I said I was gone, nigga. I was gone. So he asked if I want another cup. He drank a full cup too. He started pouring himself another one. I'm like, he said, You want some more? I'm like, bro, I'm cold. Like, I'm gone. I damn can't even you feel me feel my body no more. He talking about, yeah, bro, I put nine zins in there too. Nah, <laughs> bro, my 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 fist can't even can't, can't even reach to swing that nigga. You feel what me? What the fuck? My fist can't even can't even reach to swing how how through I was. You feel me? I'm like nine zans, bro. <sighs> he talking about he talking about hell yeah. I'm talking about bro. I ain't you feel me. I don't even remember what the fuck happened after that. All I remember was he said nine zans, bro. I blacked out, bro. He talking about bro. I was in the backseat with a bitch. You feel me? Um, we we we. I'm fingering her all type of shit, feel me? Probably fucked her in hell. I don't know what happened. He's talking about we just riding around in a rental car, you know what I'm saying? Just going crazy all night. Then he said he dropped me off. He's talking about I told him I wanted to get a get a get a dirt, um, clean car and take it up and have him pick me up um, upstairs where the dirty cars at. Man, I must have got out of that car, bro. Went in that car, bro. Went to sleep, bro. Oh when I went God. to sleep in that car, bro, I probably went to sleep in there for probably like an hour or two, you feel me? Nigga, I guess one of the managers came out the break room and had my backpack in his hand, you feel me? So I'm like, oh, he knocked on the window. Boop, 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 boop. I look, see a backpack in his hand. Oh, I know what time it is. Nigga, I got up out of there in the rental car. Nigga, I know, I know it's in that backpack. You ain't hand me that for no reason. So I got up out of there. He chasing me in the rental car. I guess I'm, they saying, I don't remember what happened. I'm just hearing stories, but they telling me. They talking about, I'm bapping in the parked cars. Like, bah. That's why I got the scar on my head right here. What? Yeah, it's talking about, I'm bapping in the parked cars. Like, bah, bap. Bob, bap, er, bap, and I, nigga, hopped out the car, nigga, hopped into another car, nigga, skirt off, er, bap into a cement, cement pole, bap, nigga, back up, nigga, go all the way to the rooftop, nigga, and I must have passed out. I guess uh, after I passed out, he lost me or whatever, so he found me again when I woke up on the on the roof, and I'm <laughs> running to another car, and I hopped in another car, I passed out again. He put my backpack inside the car, I mean, you feel me? <laughs> I must have woke up, drove down to the exit where I'm supposed to go at, where I'm supposed to exit out at, because I'm trying to get away, you feel me? Police coming in. <laughs> as soon as I see the police come in, they open the gate for me, hell, shit, like I had all free will to go, you feel me? Nah, his hands. Pass out again. Oh, <laughs> my God. Oh, my mama, bro. They, I'm, all I'm hearing is, where's he at? Where's he at? Where's he at? 
the nigga that was chasing me pointed at him. He's right there in the car. They came to the knocked on the knocked on the window. Get out the car. Where's the gun? I'm incoherent. I'm looking at him. Doze off again. Look at him. Doze. They just open the door, yank me out the car. You feel me? My pants all the way to my ankles, nigga. Like you feel me? I'm you feel me? It's over. You feel me? They talking about Capola. What's your mom number, Capola? I'm just looking at it like this. <laughs> Blood leaking from my head. All type of shit. By the time I wake up, for real, like no drugs, none of that. I'm sober, nigga. I got stitches on my head and hella shit. Woke up, no shoelaces in my shoe, nigga. And I'm inside the bull bullpen. You feel me? I'm looking like, bro, where the fuck am I at? Hella niggas surrounding me. They talking about, oh, you in San, San Mateo Jail, San Mateo County Jail. I said, jail, bro, what the fuck happened? You feel me? They can't even tell me. So I had to wait, nigga, to get out, get bailed out, to go ask the nigga that done did something, that done drugged me, you feel me, what happened type shit. Mind you, the nigga died, you feel me? He died two years ago, RIP, but he died off sipping syrup and popping pills. The dude who basically oh drugged mama, you. bro, yeah, then that drugged me, bro. I mean... Listen, rest in peace. But if you're the type of person I was, who's no, my mom, I was, I was, I was, I was all vengeance for sure. Like, right. You feel me? But I was like, you feel me? But I'm cool. I'm, a, I'm cool. Alberta. I'm just saying, like, rest in peace. But if you're mixing that many pills into lean, then I mean, you, you're living in a way that is like very likely yeah. to result in yeah, that outcome, bro. dude. That's crazy. But I was low, bro. I was, you feel me? I wanted to go hunt him down with a chop after that. I ain't oh gonna lie, but <laughs> oh god, bro. Wow. Yeah, he fucked me up. That's he, a wild he gave me a story. record, all type of shit. But I ain't gonna lie. Even after that, bro, I just kept going to jail dumb shit. Like I was like, fuck it. Already got a dumb stamp, felony. Let me keep doing dumb shit. Nigga, I got another job, nigga, after a rental car service. Nigga, worked in another rental car place, nigga, different company. Nigga, I guess I wasn't coming to work or whatever, you feel me? So they fired me or whatever. Nigga, I said, fired? Nigga, I must have <laughs> went up there, nigga. <laughs> Act like I was a new hire. Uh huh. Nigga, I said, where are you taking the cars? Oh, to the QTA. Nigga, I took like 40 of them bitches, nigga. I'm selling them bitches on the street. You were selling the cars from the yeah, fucking... Yeah, nigga, I was selling them hoes on the street, nigga. I had 40 rental cars and only got caught with 11. 11 counts of nigga grand theft, nigga. What the fuck? Yeah, How much were you selling them for? Nigga, I was like $600 a week, $1,000 a week, nigga, oh. as long as you bring them back. Niggas was bringing me cars back with bullet holes in them, nigga, all type of shit. Nigga, I was getting cars back reckless. So, so you weren't like just like, oh, here, you can have this car. No, I was renting. You, you, re you were doing your own, own rental car service. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. My own rental car service, wow. man. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. I went to jail for that shit though, bro. On mama's. What was the charge? Um, eleven counts of grand theft on mama's, and my bail was like two hundred thousand. Wow. Yeah. I feel like they would have a hard time even like figuring out what to charge you with in that situation. Yeah, they, they didn't find all the cars. They only could card me what they found. Right. You know, mama. Oh my god. And you got hit up everybody like, yo, that car I let you rent? Yeah, just keep it. Oh, I know a couple people that snitched on me, bro, because I got caught at probation type shit. You really? Me? Like probation was like. Oh, a couple people got your names in there. The picture right here, I said, oh, no, nah, lawyer. It's talking about lawyer. You're on probation. <laughs> <laughs> I said, it's over, bro. It's over for sure. Wow. Santa Rita jail, man. That's crazy. <laughs> so how much did that change your life, just having those charges attached to your name? Like, like did that... Yeah, kind of it was a big impact, bro, for sure. I had to invest in myself instead of trying to find other ways to get money, you feel me? Because some other ways weren't working for me. Right. Feel me? So I had to just, you know, take a take the safer way out and, you know, pray to God that this investment in myself is going to get me to where I want to be at type shit. Right. So because you, you, you probably didn't really have a plan in life at nah, that point. Hell no. Nah, hell no. Nah, I really didn't. I really was just like, nigga, whatever's going to give me a bag is going to give me a bag. And right. I just flip that. <laughs> and, but then all of a sudden you're sort of like sitting in prison or, or jail. Are, mm -hmm. are you just thinking like 
I got to figure something out. And then was it obvious like the rap thing was the, the only thing that you saw yeah, that could yeah. help? Yeah, I, I feel like, nigga, that's like the only thing I really wanted to do. Like, it was either rap or the military, and I already had tattoos, so I couldn't do the military. So, you know, I had a felony too, so I really couldn't do the military. So, wow, you can't do the military if you have tattoos or, or felony. the throat and shit, right? Yeah, throat and shit, whatever mm. the fuck. But I guess if you already in the military, you can get it. But mm. if you ain't in the military, you can't have that shit. Damn. But, yeah, man, I was going to even do the Navy route, you know what I'm saying, the rapping. And feel me, I caught a felony, so I stuck with the rapping. Damn. Okay, so, uh, yeah, was there, like, a moment where you, like, started to realize, like, the music actually could work? Or, or when you were catching yeah. those cases, were you, like, still kind of very low level? I was, still, I was still low level, I ain't going to lie. Like, after that after that charge, where I was just telling you about with the, me stealing rental cars, that had damn near, like, woke me up type shit to you feel me? Get out and do something better. Like, you feel me? I came out with Harry Robbery after that. You feel me? And I came out with Vomit and Drip and Out of Sight. You feel me? And everybody was like, oh, you going crazy. You got your own sound. You you being consistent. Like, keep doing what you're doing. And I was like, then that motivation to me. I'm saying, like, I'm seeing the outcome. I'm seeing a million views on YouTube. I'm saying um, more followers coming on Instagram. I'm like, man, I'm finna just keep at this shit, man. There's something gonna happen. Mm. And uh, what year was that? That 2018. You, that the music started cracking yeah, up? Yeah. Okay. Moments. That sounds about right that you were like crazy into the Xanax thing in like yeah, 2016. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, real <laughs> shit. Exactly. Oh, God. <laughs> it feels like these days, if you were like a, a street dude or mm -hmm. whatever and you were like talking about, yeah, take hell, like all these Xanax and stuff, I feel like a lot of people would look at you like, yeah, you're like, tripping, you, bro. You're like, a dummy. Nah, yeah, it's not really like cool like it used to be no, like that, you know? I caught that case 2015, so yeah, it was like 2015 when that shit happened. Yeah. <laughs> it just feels like it was kind of like, there was a weird time period where everybody just acted like they didn't really know that popping a ton of pills yeah. was going to be like a really, really bad idea. Yeah, on mama's, on mama's, nah. They had, to, they had to learn from the hard way on everything. <laughs> That's a fact. They had, to, they had to see other motherfuckers, you know, damage their lives, but didn't realize, you know, it wasn't it. Even motherfuckers still sipping syrup. I know a lot of niggas done died off that shit, like mm -hmm. a lot. And niggas still putting that shit in their body. Teach his own. I'm friends with Key Glock, and I just saw that he has a tweet that he just said, like, I've been sipping syrup since before it was cool. And I'm just like, <laughs> Key Glock, come on, man. man. Like, number one, shit been cool for a long come on, time. Key. Let's come be on, real. Glocky. Yeah. Can't do that. Because <laughs> Key Glock. When Pip C was drinking heroic amounts of lean, I don't think, I think Key Glock might have been in like fourth grade or like second grade or something like that. No offense, no offense it's just realistically. No, mama. Timeline sure. wise, yeah. Real shit. Okay, but was there a point where you were like, you know what, I got to leave getting fucked up like that behind? Mm, fucked up like that? <laughs> yeah, like not Zans, but other shit and like i'll still be fucking around i right. still be I, I still be getting turned up right yeah I, I ain't gonna put my business out there but i'll be turned for sure but i mean there's like a difference <laughs> between you know getting a little turnt and you know drinking the mysterious lean non-xanax oh, yeah. nah, potion nah, 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 nah. I, ain't, I ain't drinking i mean i i had my times too bro i got stories for you for days god all right let me tell you about my bad trip i was sipping syrup bro oh boy all right yeah bro so i was sipping syrup you feel me i probably sip too much i probably put like an eight in like a personal or something Whew. Yeah, I was tripping, man. Feel me? I had to go to my little weed weed event, too. I had just dropped a weed strand called 304. Right. You know what I'm saying? So we had a little smoke-out event, you know, just introducing the strain. You know what I'm saying? So I'm getting high as shit, and I'm drinking this this personal to the neck. Nigga, by the time I left, bro, I'm feeling claustrophobic. Like, nigga, I, like, I got to get out of my car type shit. I'm driving. I feel like I got to get out of the car. Like, you feel me? So I had to park, nigga. Had to put my feet out the car and hella shit. Put all the windows down. I'm like, bro, why the fuck am I feeling like this? You feel me? Like, feel me? I, then I said, man, fuck it, bro. I'm about to just make it home real quick. 
bro, on the whole way home, bro, I'm shaking my head like this, bro, like uncontrollably, but I'm like, bro, like it's a monkey on my back or something. Like I'm just shaking my head, bro. I'm like, bro, this ain't cool. It happened like that for like at least two hours a whole night, bro. And I said, bro, I'm kicking the cup. Really? Because that was some bad lean right there on my mom. What do you think was was up with that? I, I never heard I don't something know, like that. bro. I ain't never heard no shit like that either. But it had my body tripping, boy. And I, I ain't fucking with that shit ever again. So you left it behind? I left, I left that shit behind. And I threw that shit, chucked it. The harsh reality is that everybody ends up having to yeah. ditch it at a certain point. I don't really meet a lot of, like, 50-year-old dudes who are like, yeah, yeah, I still pour up every day. Nah, nah, that shit out, bro. That shit out. That shit ain't good. Facts. Hey, bro. I had to ask you, bro, remember that message I sent you on the DM? What'd you say? Should I check it out? I don't know. It says you read it, bro, but you probably ain't read it. But I got the screenshot that says you seen it. Uh oh. This one right here? Oh, you said that to me? For yeah, real? Yeah. You were sleeping on me, bro. I For a I second, going. I thought that somebody sent this from my account. I'm like, I don't think I wrote this since there's a uh, N word in, in here. Oh, my God, look at this. So you're a boxer guy, huh? I ain't a boxer, but I'm about to sleep you if you keep sleeping on me. Oh, man. I ain't no boxer, though. We could box today. You know what I'm saying? Damn, I've been sleeping like that. Nigga been sleeping. You know what I'm Sponsored by Everlast. Sponsored by Everlast. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and no jumper. It's going to be everlasting. <laughs> when did you send that message? <laughs> I sent that a minute ago. Oh, that was ago. today? No, that was today. I, I just. I oh, just, it's just a screenshot. Yeah, it's okay. a screenshot. I sent that a minute ago. God damn. I sent that a minute ago. I didn't know it was like that. <laughs> Damn, all these North Cal rappers mad aggressive too, because Lavish yeah. came in here like, man, you been having mad people talk about me. Like, how come you ain't hear me? Oh, Bobby, nigga, we the Bay feels the type of way, oh. nigga. Yeah, you know I'm saying Oakland feels the type of way. Nigga. I'm gonna stand up for y'all. Yeah. You know I'm, I'm standing up for y'all. You know I'm talking about, yeah, we okay. gonna end this today. Every, every rapper from every hood gets an interview. Just so you know, we're gonna do okay. like 400 North Cal interviews okay. over the next month. Yeah, yeah, yeah man, say that. Hey, like hey. <laughs> <laughs> Let me put these up. Man. Oh my god, that that's so funny! <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? You got me fucked up. Um, <laughs> got him. <laughs> yo, but, this dude. <laughs> Wait, but so you're into box about boxing, or was nah, that like the, a joke? I ain't gonna lie, the hood oh. really be boxing for real. Like, you feel me? That's our sport. Like, I've been boxing the hood since like high school. Like, we had a gang called Snoozy Fox where we just like, you feel me, just play knockout missions type shit like after school. But then it was like, man, it's out of pocket. We just can't keep knocking random niggas out. That's what you were doing, like that shit on the news about the knockout game. But, but not not the Asians and shit though. Oh, like, we okay. was just like knocking out real niggas. Like, you feel me? Like any nigga walking down the street, like. You feel me? Knock him out, and they feel me type shit, and then you feel me, see what he gonna do. If he don't do nothing, you feel me, we start laughing. Because that used to be some <laughs> shit that was on the news like every day about like, you gotta be scared of the knockout game. They're gonna come up and just oh, knock you out on the they street. Called? I didn't know that, bro. Nah, we weren't, we weren't doing shit like that, though. Like, you feel me, it was motherfuckers our age and motherfuckers way older than us would just be, you feel me, punching on. But after that, it was like, man, that's out of pocket. We just gonna take this shit to the hood and take it from after school and shit. Just, Put on the boxing gloves and box box each other type shit. You feel me? Oh, okay. So, yeah, but you're was, not trying to go viral for for fighting motherfuckers because like, I feel like no, nah, I, I ain't gonna lie. I'll bring that. I bring, I'll for sure go viral with that. Well, would you box YK Osiris? Hell He's yeah. He's looking for I, an opponent, right? YK Osiris, <laughs> I beat his ass. <laughs> I beat your ass, little boy. Wow. Fuck you talking about? <laughs> oh wow! Here we go. All right. 
Because yo, I'm that's serious. that's a big I bag really, waiting I really to happen. I with these motherfuckers. Like I play with these motherfuckers. Like I play with a nigga Chan for real. Like, that's a mama's. big bag right there. For sure. Now, you could get M's. For sure. For we can line that up, match. man. Line that up for sure. Like feel me? We can line that up. Like I put whatever on it. Like I'll really knock your ass out on my So okay, where you're from? Is it still normal to have a fist fight? Yeah, I feel for like sure. A lot of places like around LA, it's like you don't really normal hear about is, it too often. Fuck. I ain't gonna lie, it's normal as fucking for motherfuckers to fist fight. It's just like the time of place and where you see him, man. Like, say you see somebody at a mall or something, okay, we fighting. Or say you see somebody, you feel me, mm. at a park or around, have the kids, you fighting. But you feel me? Niggas still hood and shit. Niggas still, like, you feel me? Don't. Niggas still lost blood and shit in the streets, you feel me? So niggas ain't really just fighting like that, you feel mm. me? But if we see you around hella family members with your mom or your kids or whatever the fuck, like, yeah, we fighting. You got to fight in front of your whole family? Hell yeah. Like, That'd be so me? embarrassing. Your mama's like, look, like, feel me? Lucky I ain't pull out this strap. Like, nigga, come on. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Tell his mom that. Oh, Bob is, hey, they be out of pocket, but it be real life shit. Like, you don't know what your son did, Miss Lady. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, that'd be intense. Oh, mama. Um, okay, so you, you start like getting more success in terms of the music game and everything. And like, how do you sort of start taking it more serious? Like, how do you kind of build out your team or, or what steps do you take at that um, point? Shit, really just being consistent with visuals and shit because mm. i'll like back in back then i wouldn't really be dropping visuals i'll be dropping singles and shit and really wouldn't do nothing mm. so i'll be like man let me let me actually perform in front of people and show them like who i am and show them what i got like these cars this money this chain this whatever the fuck you feel me you feel me and i just start dropping nigga one visual per month type shit you feel me and mm. that's what really got my name out there and then like after that third visual i did Motherfuckers start hitting me for shows and shit. And I'll be starting charging shows for the low. Like, nigga, I'll do like nigga, $500 a show type shit for like mm. whoever. Like, I don't care where you at. I'll do $500 a show. And that was like way, way when I first started, you feel me? So, niggas were eating that up. Like, yo, you hot? You got a million views? Like, yeah, $500, $500, $500. So, mm. motherfuckers like, yeah, yeah, he consistent. So, I just started being the public's eye. And motherfuckers started, started respecting me, started respecting my grind and my hustle and my legwork. You feel me? Definitely. Um, yeah, so. Did that like fundamentally change your life? Like all of a sudden having those those opportunities, I'm Hell assuming yeah. you have to kind of start moving different. Hell and shit. yeah, definitely, definitely. If it showed it, like every gas station I pull up to, they'd be like, Capolo, or you right. feel me? Every store I go to, go take a picture. Like yeah, it'll start getting hectic, like to the fact where a nigga really can't go nowhere. But I still show everybody love and shit like that. Like I'm the same nigga. I ain't finna change for nobody. You know what I'm saying so. Like nigga, do see me. Like yeah, it's good. Love, handshake, all type of shit. Dap, hug, whatever you want to do. Like you mm. feel me? So. That's why motherfuckers really fuck with me, just how genuine a nigga is, you feel me? Definitely. Um, so have you ran into like or you still live in like roughly the same area or yeah, are you at a certain Denver, point kind of um like ten minutes away from where I used to from from Oakland, you know what I'm saying? So uh, yeah, for sure. Okay. Yeah, for sure. I'm, I'm I'm everywhere though. I ain't got I got a spot out here in LA too, so you know what I'm saying? I'm really everywhere. Okay. Where I'm trying to get to is Atlanta. So I'm trying to get 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 out there ASAP. You wanna yeah. stay out there. I saw yeah, you were just sure. out there. It's a vibe out there, I ain't gonna lie. Like feel me, it's really black Hollywood out there for real. <laughs> it is pretty shit. fire, right? Yeah, it's dope. What mama. do you like about it so much though? I, like for me, I just had a couple nights out there where mm -hmm. we were just cruising between mad different studios yeah. and like just being around all these people making music and I was just like, This is pretty like <laughs> that was the vibe right there. Yeah, it's pretty <laughs> incredible. Like I just that feel like I'm around. Around so many good personalities. Exactly, exactly. You know? And you feel me, the music just come out so pure. Like, you feel me, like a nigga could really freestyle in the booth if he wanted to, because yeah. it's just a vibe, the whole city. Like, you you inspired by the whole city, you feel me? So, like, LA's cool, but you're around all these, you're around Hollywood, the record labels, yeah, everything. Yeah. It's just sort of different yeah, studio. I met DJ Drama last time I was in LA. Yeah, yeah, you know I'm saying, saying I know? never met him before. And, like, I was a vibe right there. Like, and I didn't even know I was going to run into you. Right. <laughs> that was cool. Is there, like, 
like with you popping off out of where you're from, is there like a lot of pressure for you to sort of like align yourself on more of a street level, or is that not really like a thing people care about as much? Um, not so much. I ain't gonna lie. Like, motherfuckers now in the Bay, they not even worry about street level for real, bro. Mm. We worried about trying to get out the street level type right. of shit. Like, we already got our stripes type shit. Like, we ain't got nothing to prove. We don't we don't prove shit on social media. Like, we really handle our business in the hood type shit. You feel me? So, right. Motherfuckers know who's certified and who's legit from that from our city type shit. And motherfuckers know who's a nerd and who's a poop butt. You know what I'm saying? So, we ain't trying to prove nothing else. We really trying to get out the streets and you feel me be on a professional, more entrepreneurship business route type shit. You feel me? For sure. Um, somebody told me that Capolo used to make money primarily working with young women. <laughs> uh, and he said, he's like, he's like, you know, listen, he, he goes, re-listen to all his music. He's like, you don't really hear like dope dealing bars and shit, but there's a lot of, a lot of smooth talking. Oh, uh, yeah, smooth talking. Which smooth I noticed you haven't really alluded to at all uh, throughout this interview. Yeah, because man. <laughs> shit's kind of hot now, right? Yeah, you know, that shit, that shit made right there. I don't know nothing about the, you know what I'm saying, smooth talk, smooth criminals and none of that. Right. <laughs> But um, <laughs> young women, uh, I fuck with cougars. <laughs> <laughs> Not, I, I didn't mean young women, like okay, young. Yeah. I just meant women. Yeah, you know, sure, like, no, that, that, yeah, video vixens and shit. That's what you mean, right? Or you know, any any woman who's like looking to make a few dollars. Um, w- 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 what's your perspective on that? Was that like a, a thing you kind of knew about all when you were growing up? And- I, I ain't gonna lie, like that's just Bay Area. I ain't gonna lie, like. That's our culture right there. Like, right. like you feel me? Get some money out the bitch. You feel me? Like, that's what we do. Like, and like other cities and other states really be like, damn, like bitches pay y'all. Like, yeah, like you feel me? It's a kingdom, not a queendom. Like, you feel me? <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, they go pay me, duh. Like, you feel me? I'm the one that's, you feel me? I'm the breadwinner of this shit. Like, you feel me? I made a go. You know what I'm saying? I'm highly godly and kingly. You know I'm talking about. So they be, they be like, damn, this nigga talking like that. Like, he just hella cocky, like you know I'm saying. But, it's really like psychology, you know what I'm saying? You feel me? Like, you cocky, you feel me? You ain't, you know, a bitch ain't worth your time type shit. You ain't gonna give a bitch none of your time. Not no, not no hey, hi, no look, direction, none of that. You feel me? Not even no handshake type shit. So, bitches like that shit. Like, you feel me? Like, they want, they want a piece of that. They want to see what, what you got, what you got to offer type shit because you like mysterious. Like, you feel me? You, you, you hard to read type shit. You feel me? Okay. So, like, you feel me? Bitches all, and you feel me? Especially if you really about your money, like, they want, like, they trying to get a part of that type shit, but if you know your worth and you know yourself and you really about a bag and you really about a profit, you ain't gonna say, oh, yeah, it's good. I'm about to get you famous and get you all this for the free. Like, nah, you finna kick in something before any of this happen. Right. Like, I need a fee. We gonna get that interview in first. Yeah. But is it, is it crazy? Because, like, I feel like nowadays, if you were to have, you know, a young woman that wanted you to basically help them make money. Yeah. I mean, you you could, like, help them start up a fucking OnlyFans page. The you same could, thing. There's same a lot shit. of different opportunities aside from, you yeah, know, it, sex it, shit, acts. Shit, that, shit, shit, shit upgraded. Yeah. Shit upgraded now. Like, there's so many ways you can really, like, like I said, like, you said OnlyFans, like, video visions, like, stripping, nigga, all type of shit. All that shit leads and all that shit is, like, it's all sex work. You feel me? Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Do you feel like Oakland is kind of unique in that way that there's like a lot that that's a much bigger part of the culture yeah. than like almost everywhere else? Definitely. Like if you hear Mac Dre talking about it, like you hear E40 even got ism in his right. He probably ain't talking about a whole lot of pimping, mm. but his language it got a whole lot of ism in it. You feel me? So he pimp talking. You know what I'm saying, but he ain't necessarily a pimp. You know what I'm saying, mm. and too short. You know what I'm saying, he he about it about it too. Like you feel me? Like it's it's a whole all black. You know what I'm saying like it's. 
It's a whole lot of niggas really with the culture type shit. But All Black kind of got burnt from what I understand. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I didn't bring this up at all when mm -hmm. I interviewed him the other day, but I remember when I interviewed him last time that his team was kind of telling me that there was an article written about him at one point, and they asked him about all kinds of street shit, but mm -hmm. then when it shows up in the article, they're yeah. basically making it out like he was on some crazy shit. Right, right. Which I feel like is what... The government sure. wants to do sure. to That's anyone exactly who's taking part do. in that. That's exactly what they want to do. And now the media's on board, too. Yeah. They're like, we're going to smear anybody who's got anything to do with that mm -hmm. as being a total monster, yeah. Yeah. right? Yep. Yeah. so that's definitely what All Black doing. He's trying to change his route. Like yeah. like I said, how motherfuckers trying to get out the street type shit. Like, that's, you feel me? That's a nigga's profession type shit. So he trying to get out that, you feel me? And mm -hmm. trying to broaden his horizon type shit. Like, don't look at me for this. Look at me for all this other shit I can do. I've been putting niggas on. I've been feeding the homeless. I've been, you feel me? All black been doing hell other shit besides the music he make. Right. Like, to me, it's weird because it feels like such a, like, everybody involved, ideally, this is totally consensual. Like, yeah. a girl who wants to make money. Exactly. She needs another guy to, like, basically watch out for her, yeah. hold her down, keep, yeah. keep things moving smoothly. Oh and then there's guys who want to pay for the services of the woman. Everybody yeah. involved in this is consensual, right. ideally. And now, shit, there's a lot of bad versions of that. Nowadays, nowadays, niggas, bitches don't even need nobody, like, no bodyguard or mm -hmm. nobody to watch over them and nobody to babysit them no more. Like, it's a lot of renegades now, like, especially with OnlyFans. You think niggas, you think bitches need niggas only fans? Like, mm -hmm. nah, they, they can just sign up themselves. Oh, let me sign up and do this. Let me type my information here. Boop. Signed in. Only fans. <laughs> do you know a ton of girls who carry guns now? Oh, yeah. For I sure. keep hearing that, that that's like super normal. I ain't gonna lie. I feel like Detroit, they made that. The Chicago and Detroit, they made that popular. When sure. I was interviewing uh, uh, Rio, the young OG, and mm -hmm. RMC Mike, they were basically saying that, like, we know girls who will, like, stab you in your sleep, yeah, got yeah. their own poles, don't, they, et cetera. They, I don't know nothing about that in Oakland at all. Like, mm -hmm. feel me? That, that's, that, that ain't our culture at all. When I heard, I mean, when I seen that in the in their little movies in Detroit that they do that shit with, mm -hmm. guns, with bitches with guns, I'm like, y'all really make it believable because I can really see you bitches with guns, really. <laughs> oh, mama. For sure. So, wait, you, did you have an OnlyFans page at one time? And you I'm deleted it? Sure sure <laughs> I'm still on there. Oh, I'm just waiting for the right time for me to really make that motherfucker active. You know what I'm saying? I'm probably going to have like a room 304 or something going on. What was on there at one point, though? <laughs> I had shit on there at first. I ain't going to lie. I ain't had nothing on there. I was going to put, um, yeah, me and me and Dabakai a little shit on there. You know what I'm saying? But I ain't wasn't I doing that. I ain't trying to. Not right now. Maybe later. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. You can't just let fucking Safari and Tiger be the only ones getting back. Obama's. Obama's. For sure. Um, okay. So, uh, yeah. Wait. When you said you said Dabakaya? Yeah, Dabakaya. Who's that? Dabakaya. Uh, yeah, it's a, I'm some, some little, some little whoopty wolf from Florida, you know what I'm saying? Oh, okay. She got like... I don't know how many followers the bitch got. Bitch got like like five hundred followers or something like that. They're all fucking whoopty woos in yeah, Florida. Yeah, all right? whoopty woos or whatever. <laughs> yeah, man, bitch ain't shit. Okay. <laughs> um, the other question I wanted to ask was just like how you ended up uh, teaming up with Kamaya. Also, Josh, the car wash guys. Uh, shit, I ain't gonna lie. Kamaya's from the hood for real. Like, she from the east. I'm saying, uh, from the fifties. I'm talking about like high street. Feel me. Uh, but we been locked in type shit since I was like true younger days. Like mm. she was hearing a nigga music like, oh yeah, y'all go crazy. Like you feel me? Ain't nobody out here making music like y'all type shit. So we been locked in, but we ain't never really got the drop shit because she was in the deal with um, DJ Mustard. You mm. feel me? So now she got that deal. You feel me? I've been making music by myself and shit like that. She been like, man, fuck it. Like let's make a joint tape. It wasn't even like that at first. We wanted to just make a song type shit. We made digits. You mm. feel me? And as soon as we made digits, um, she was like, man, this shit knocking. Like, this shit slap. Like, we got to do make more music than this. Like, we might as well make a whole joint tape, like, for Oakland. I'm like, man, I'm glad you said that. That's love type shit. Like, man, we need that. Like, you feel me? I'll be... 
cultural right there, like legendary right there. Right. You know I mean? So we, we put that in order, you know what I'm saying? Like one song after another, after another, after another. And yeah, she made she they called that shit Oakland Nights. Definitely. And took off. Yeah. That was that that was good chemistry though, like Hell in yeah. terms of you guys together. Like Hell yeah. So it was in the studio, nigga. As soon as she got out the booth, nigga, I'll go in the booth. And if it's not like out the booth, nigga, she'll go in the booth. Like it'll be back to back songs just like that. She is such a cool person. Like yeah, when I was interviewing dope. and stuff, I'm like, damn. Yeah, like, she dope, she down to earth like a motherfucker. Yeah. A super mama. super down to earth. Um, okay, so tell me about this new project that you're working on. And Codename what's 16, out. man. That's a tape dropping April 30th on Mamas. Okay. The reason why I called it Codename 16, because it's the 16th letter of the alphabet. Oh, wow. Yeah. You know what that is? Uh, I could probably like write yeah. it down on a piece of paper and figure it out, and it yeah. might take yeah. me a few minutes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's P, man. First 16 letter of the alphabet is P. Fuck. Because yeah. I was just starting to remember mm. that I know Q is the 17th letter, and then I was like, <laughs> like, what comes before Q? Oh. Okay, yeah, the P. It's the P, man. The P. What does the P mean? P to you? stands for, you know what I'm saying, player. You know what I'm saying? Okay. PGO, pimping going on. You know what I'm mm. saying? Anything in that manner in that order, you know what I'm saying? That's what it is. Definitely. Mamas. Do you look at Too Short as a, like a, a real guiding light in terms no. of the, the kind of shit you're doing? No. No? No. I mean, I fuck with Too Short, but no. Is, is, yeah, is no. a different style? Because I feel like he's like the ultimate. Guy who's been talking about all that type of shit for yeah, a yeah. long ass time. But nah, I ain't gonna lie, Mac Dre, bro. Oh, exactly. motherfuckers. See, look, it's the thing too, cause like everybody be like, R.I.P. Mac Dre, you feel me? Mac Dre, shout out to Bay, like, but they can't name three songs by that man, mm -hmm. type shit, you feel me? Like, do y'all actually listen to his music? Cause every song he made was strictly pimping. Right. Like, no square shit involved, none of that, you know what I'm saying? Every, like, bitch, it's not my job, all type of shit, like, yeah, everything was strictly pimping PGO, like no square shit. Mm -hmm. And like too short, I fuck with too short, but his music was like more party, mm -hmm. like party wise type shit. But Mac Dre is like, nigga, I can hit the blade to this shit and really feel what he's talking about and give me motivation to really go get some more money out this bitch. Yeah, and I guess like too, <laughs> too short really kind of like never wanted you to think that he like spent a ton of his life pimping. Pimping, right. He was just like, I, I'm a, I'm around this. I'm associated with branded, it. I've he done branded this. it like a motherfucker. Though. Right, like, he but then like when it really comes down to it, like, you know, Too Short was always kind of like, I'm, I was not that guy in the trenches, really yeah. doing that. Mac Dre was kind of like, no, I was really, no, I'm, I was I'm, that. Nigga, like, I'm him. I was the main he, character in that movie. It, and he made it stylish. <laughs> he made it popular, like you feel me? Because he, his shit wasn't like hardcore gorilla pimping. Like he made it like. It's a fashion, mm. like you feel me. You see these glasses I got on. You see this grill. You see, you see the cars I got, and I'm dancing like this. Right. Like I made it a fashion to be pimping. Like you feel me. Like it's actually crazy just how influential he became, yeah. and, and how clueless the fucking mainstream really is to oh, it in so many they, ways. You know. That's what I'm trying to bring it back out, bro. Like, I, like not not his style, like a rapping. But I'm trying to bring like you feel me like the ism into it like mm. like get what I'm saying like 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 your partner said like do you listen to his music like listen to the words type shit like that's how I'm trying to get motherfuckers to feel like my music gonna feel like oh it's partying bouncing all type of shit like it's going crazy but if you listen to the words like damn this nigga pimping mm. <laughs> 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 so, <my laughs> definitely okay. um anybody you want to shout out or anything that we Hell, uh, need yeah, to know man I want to shout out you for having me on the show thank oh, you no, my finally on now that I know that love. I avoided that fade, I'm like, holy oh, shit, thank God we did you know this. Shout out to Adam22 and No Jumper, you know what I'm saying? Shout out Trill Youngish, you know what I'm saying? Shout out the whole TYE, 96 Boss Land, you know what I'm talking about? Oakland, California, you know what I'm saying? The whole bay, you know what I'm saying? We had No Jumper, you know what I'm saying? We in this motherfucker. Hey, hey! Hey, hey! <laughs> uh, do you, how often do you have people trying to say that you took that from Fetty Wap? 
Oh man, they ain't say I took AA for Freddie Wap, but they say I took like the voice, like my cadence and shit, like from Freddie Wap. Like, but you've been around since before he came out, yeah, right? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. On mama's, on mama's, like me and Freddie Wap, then like came out the same year type uh, shit. You okay. feel me? So it was like I wasn't doing the my way. I wasn't doing none of that. <laughs> but I was like, you feel me? I had probably like almost the same cadence, but. My voice deep like a motherfucker, so you feel me? I, I don't know why they would think I want to sound like that. And you like, that's my singing voice for real. Right. <laughs> no, shout out Fetty Wap. Oh, mama. Shout out Fetty. Shout out to you. Shout out to everybody who watched this. Uh, this has been a good one, man. Yeah, and shout out my twin, Wiz Khalifa, because you feel me? They say we look alike. Oh, oh my God. That is, I guess. <laughs> if you were going to say that you look like anybody, okay, that, that's a good one. I, I try to like avoid it because people would be like, I think I'd be telling everybody they look but like she somebody. She said Y&J. <laughs> Oh, okay. I'm the coochie man. <laughs> amazing. Uh, bro, thank you so much. It was an amazing interview. I really appreciate it. I appreciate it. you, man. Capolo, No Jumper, coolest podcast in the world. Check us on YouTube, SoundCloud, iTunes. Like, comment, subscribe, and uh, nojumper.com if you want to support. Appreciate hey, you, man. Hey. <laughs>